March 3rd or 4th was going to be our next Nourish Neighborhood in 2020. Obviously, we could not do that. So I took about a week where I was watching my event business just disintegrate, completely gone. Hi, I'm John Yeager, and this is Bloodworks 101, the award-winning podcast brought to you by your friends like me here at Bloodworks Northwest. It's designed to educate or inspire you to donate either time, money, or blood. The woman you heard there at the top of the podcast is Chef Tracy Calderon, the owner of Atrium Kitchen at Seattle's Pike Place Market. Today you're going to meet Chef Tracy, and when you do, you'll understand why we're so excited she's part of our new campaign, Save Her Life, Save a Life. It's meant to recruit 10,000 new donors by July. Today you're going to learn about a special market-to-table tour and cooking class at Atrium Kitchen. That's where I caught up with Tracy and a few folks who dropped by to go on the tour and do the class. So I am Chef Tracy Calderon. I own the Atrium Kitchen. This is where I do cooking classes, demonstrations. We do private events. I rent the space out there. After 6 p.m., we can do events up to 150 guests. On this Saturday morning, there was a couple from London and a woman from Portland who was given the market-to-table tour and cooking class as a gift certificate from her mom. But today, we are going to do market-to-table. So I always ask my guests at the beginning of class what kind of foods you like, don't like, and then we create a custom menu. You eat everything except eggs. Eggs in the sense of boiled eggs. <laughs> okay, no more boiled eggs for you. But you love seafood. Love eggs. Okay, so I was telling them that um, yesterday Pike Place Fish had Columbia River King Salmon. And it was first day that they had it available. It was delicious. So we'll check and see how it's looking today. We'll also check out what other seafood looks good. We'll pick up other ingredients along the way, and then we'll come back here and cook a meal together. Sound good? Yeah. All right. You should know that the market to table tour and cooking class is being offered as a prize to one lucky donor as part of the Save Her Life, Save a Life campaign. More on that a little later. For now, let's get back to that introduction. Tracy Calderon is not your typical chef. She didn't get into the restaurant business because she had a culinary degree. She is passionate about food, however, as you'll hear, but she's perhaps more passionate about feeding people and nutrition. In truth, Tracy will tell you when it comes to the restaurant business, she backed into it. I have a degree in journalism, uh, worked in public relations, and then started caring for my mom who had Alzheimer's. In caring for my mom, I was preparing meals for she and my dad so they could have home-cooked meals. And I realized that there's other people that need that type of service. So I grew up in a household where food was always the reason why we gathered. It was very natural to transition into becoming a private chef. So that's how Tracy got started. And then? I worked for one family in Silicon Valley and then became a personal chef, had multiple clients, relocated to Seattle, started cooking for the one person I knew here when I moved here. Um, he wanted to lose weight. So I started doing his three meals a day and his snacks. He was losing weight. His buddies were like, dude, what are you doing? And all of a sudden I had four bachelors I was cooking for. 
And they were eating. I mean, losing weight and eating. And eating. Eating really high-quality food. So that's how I started. So Atrium Kitchen, what's the... What's the idea behind it? Everybody's got, you have to have uh, uh, more than just the fact that you serve food. You have to, you, you have to sort of be making a statement. What, what is the statement at Atrium Kitchen? So I'll tell you a little bit about the history of Atrium Kitchen. It was built out by Pike Place Market in 2012. The market built it as a demonstration kitchen. They managed the space. I would rent it to teach cooking classes and also to do a market to table tour where I take guests through the market. We pick up ingredients. Um, I share some of the history of the market, come back here and make a meal together. So they're really visitors to the market. Even people from Seattle always learn something new and they get to experience the market in a different way. So I did that until 2017. The market reached out and asked if I was interested in taking over the space as their commercial tenant. Um, they were no longer interested in running this kitchen. I said yes, and then I figured out the details. I had started renting the kitchen in 2013, I think it was, to do the classes. February 2017, had not taken over the kitchen yet. But I wanted to do a community meal where I could bring people together, um, feature food from the market. I'm a caterer. I know how to make a full meal. So why not bring people together for that meal? So I created Nourished Neighborhood. Nourished Neighborhood started as a once a month free meal program. And it was, it was open to anyone and everyone. So seniors who live in the, one of the 500 units of senior housing here, people visiting the market, uh, people that work downtown or work in the market, anyone, everyone was welcome. And I had a ton of volunteers who would come and help me cook the food and then we would serve the food. At our peak, we served over 300 free meals in one hour and a half. Um, so, it was a great way for people to get together. Our last lunch was February 2020. Then the pandemic hit, and as anyone who ran a restaurant in March of 2020 can tell you, it hit hard. So March 3rd or 4th was going to be our next Nourish Neighborhood in 2020. Obviously, we could not do that. So... I took about a week where I was watching my event business just disintegrate, completely gone. And I honestly felt sorry for myself for a few days and decided that was not going to serve me. I was hearing from some of the seniors who I would uh, feed at that free lunch that they were being told to shelter in place. They were not part of Meals on Wheels. They weren't part of the food bank. At the beginning of the pandemic, those places had wait lists. So I put the word out to my friends that own restaurants. They spread the word. Restaurants had to shutter. They had perishable food. They were more than happy to donate it. I rounded up a few volunteers and we started preparing free meals for seniors. To date, we've served over 40,000 free meals supported 100% by donation. 
Tracy says it was the kindness of strangers. They had heard about what we were doing. Um, I, I was too busy cooking. I didn't have time to go get grants or any of that. Um, How did you stay in business? I wasn't in business. I was running a free meal program supported by people making donations. I feel very optimistic and yet cautiously optimistic about where we are right now. We're not wearing masks. And just a few weeks ago, everybody did. And I feel like we're starting to emerge from it. Uh, do you feel that same thing here? I do. You said the word cautiously optimistic, or words. I am cautiously optimistic. I know within a couple of weeks we could be having to cancel in-person events again. We could be having to wear masks again. At this point, we're two years in. I'm pretty, um, pretty flexible. I can just roll with it. What's the word? Adept. Um, that is, I know that whatever comes, I'll handle. I was thinking originally that when you know things were returning to somewhat normal, I would stop the because we're doing these free meals weekly in addition to ramping the business back up. And I was thinking originally that, okay, I'll go back to the free once a month lunch. My seniors, and I call them mine, I mean, they, they own a little piece of my heart now. They are still in need. You know, they've aged two more years. Um, the food that they're getting at, God bless them, food banks, and there's other centers where they get one meal a day. It's not the quality of food that we're doing. It's not to say it's bad food, it's just this is fresh made food like I would make for my family for dinner. Um, and to be able to continue that service. I did have one of my seniors, she shared with me that she had a birthday, and I think, I, I forget how old she is. Um, but she said that because she aged, her social security increased, which then put her in a higher income bracket, which meant she lost her food benefits. So she's getting, I think it was like $90 more a month, and, or no, it was $25 a month ex more, which put her in the next bracket, and she lost $90 a month of food benefits. So when I hear things like that, why wouldn't I continue the service? So what drew you to the Save Her Life, Save a Life campaign? It just feels like a right fit for you. It is the right fit. So we have a motto, Nourish 100%. Nourish 100% to me is not just about healthy, nourishing food. It's about connection. And that connection... Somebody's saying hi to you. Yes, that's Chef John. Um... That connection is really, really important. And then you take it a step further with savor life, save a life. Blood is what nourishes our mind and our body. We get that healthy blood through food. So it's, it's the next step. And when I heard about this campaign, it, yes, let, sign me up. I am happy to do what I can. Um, it's for me, to, to be a blood donor, I've had people in my life that have needed blood transfusions. They've needed the blood donation, and I am so grateful that there were people that had donated. 
So specifically, you had a family member. Uh, it, it, blood donation is personal for you. It is personal. My mother-in-law um, had two accidents. One, she had fallen. She was on a bus trip, fell, bruised her hip. I went down to make sure she was okay. I looked at her hip, and her entire leg was just purple. Made her go to the doctor. She needed blood. And then a few years later, she had another fall, broke her shoulder, and they did the surgery, but before they would let her go, she needed, I think it was two pints of blood. And just knowing that there was someone that was able to make it possible for her to still be alive. Somebody she never knew, never someone met. She, she would never meet. Right. And she had, her name is Gertrude. Gertrude had a saying that it's better to give with warm hands than cold hands. And when you're making a blood donation, you're giving with warm hands. The way that I see it, organ donation, which my father, when he perished, he was an organ donor. And that's where you're giving with cold hands. But you're still allowing someone to live a life. That matters. I look around and a lot of my seniors, they're in and out of hospitals. They have those needs as well. So it's one thing to be able to provide food, which is nourishment, to provide connection. We all have blood. Let's do what we can to help nourish in that way. Anything else that I haven't asked that uh, you feel like you'd like to add? Besides, please donate blood. I think that if we can all make a donation of blood, if we're able, that changes lives. And when you have the opportunity to change a life for good, take that opportunity. As I mentioned, those classes are being offered as a prize to one lucky donor. Just donate blood between April 1st and April 30th and you're entered to win that market-to-table cooking tour for six. Join Chef Tracy as she leads you through Pipe Place Market, sharing the history of the market, those little-known secrets, and finding seasonal ingredients for an interactive cooking experience. Besides the tour and lunch, you'll receive a Pipe Place Market gift basket with dozens of market products and gift cards from market businesses, including Chucker Cherries, and a $200 gift certificate from Pike Place Market for use at any market business and market crafters. A leather journal from No Boundaries Books, as well as handmade gemstone jewelry from Nature's Twist. A glass wine stopper from Glassy Productions, and a whole lot more. Tracy tells me the market-to-table cooking tour is a unique way to explore and fully experience Pike Place Market. She says it's perfect for locals and out-of-town visitors, for corporate teams, as well as bachelor and bachelorette parties. I've lived in this town for 30 years, and I have to tell you, I'm really looking forward to learning something new about Seattle, tasting fresh food from the market, and doing Tracy's market-to-table cooking tour one day. Sure sounds like fun. And that wraps it up for this edition of Bloodworks 101. I'm your host, John Yeager. See you next time.